Hello everybody, welcome back to Outside the Huddle and it's our week 8 predictions pod. And it's Andy alongside James and we've also got Ryan McCluskey back with us as well. Gentlemen, how's it going? Yeah, all good mate. How you been, you alright? Yeah, not bad at all. Not bad, fairly quiet. I'm still, you know, settling into my new my new job. I haven't been fired, so after three weeks, I'm I'm taking that as a good thing. I suppose that is. That, have, have you been fired, but you just didn't realise it? <clears> could be. Fired? Yeah, yeah. Well, this is it. I mean, as as is often the case, my pay. I've <clears throat> I'm just about to be paid. I think I get paid tomorrow, but. Pay slips are out. I'm on the wrong tax code again. It's happened again. It happens every time. All the time. Um, it's very frustrating because nobody wants to help me. I've spent a lot of my day on the phone trying to get it sorted, and people just kept saying, "No, nothing to do with me. Not my fault." Getting passed around. Um, yeah, that was frustrating. But hopefully, you know, tomorrow's a new day. I'll get that sorted out. Um, Ryan, how's it going? I'm good, yeah, like you say. Uh, it was a better weekend for my sport, like you say. Like Bradford, we picked up a we picked up a big away win, so things didn't look all right yet. Things are slow trending in the right direction. I'm looking forward to it this week. Works good, like I say, I'm just I'm just fed up of working from home. Like I say, by the time I'll probably get back, it's gonna be nearly two years and I I not expect it to be this long. Wow. That's a long time. Are you? Is there any plans to get back or for team? Well, this, like say they're, they're probably backtracking now because we're expecting Boris to be like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Lumbar, like, yeah, like, yeah. They're probably easing back off. Like it's going to be maybe early next year, but no, I'm just, I'm just well, so the team like the the setup. I'm used to having two or three screens and down to a monitor. I've got my laptop. Like things have just ticked over. Just want to see yeah. some people. <laughs> Simple <laughs> things, isn't it? Really is. Um, let's see where we're at from last week, uh, James. Obviously, I, you, you weren't you weren't here, and I didn't do all of your usual kind of nice graphic <laughs> stuff that you do because, frankly, I, I can't. Um, but last week, I was fifty fifty. Last week, um, Chiefs, Ravens, and Eagles cost me. Our guest host, Peter, who's been on the show in the guest competition before and did very well, he returned a dismal two and four last week, uh, backed against his own team, so you get what you deserve. And our guest, Paul Pickin, the Arizona Cardinals fan, went four and two, so a very nice effort. Uh, Eagles and the Ravens costing him four and two is very respectable. Um for Ryan's sake, so he knows the leader is currently at five and one. So that's pretty pretty impressive. Uh, I'm sure he won't. I'm, I, someone's going to go six and zero. Oh. Someone is going six and zero. Oh. And uh, and the other thing is, Ryan, no one's gone zero oh and six. No. <laughs> we'll throw it out there. That's nice. I might. I'll, I'll get a win before the Lions do. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've put a few two and fours in. Um, James, have you had worse than that? Have we had worse? Um, we're tied. We're both tied for three two and fours. That's pretty bad. So this game, we're going to go through these um, <clears throat> six games for the week, and then we're also, <clears throat> beg your pardon, if we can, we're also going to bring back our trash can feature from last 
last year as well and see where we're at with that now that we're halfway, nearly halfway through the season. So let's get going on this week's games. Um, first up, it is Carolina Panthers at the Falcons. James, you or I? Oh, I'll get it over and done with. Go my on. Two my two favourite teams. Um, oh, well, there's, there's, there's nothing to really think about with this one. Um, there shouldn't be, but I guarantee this is a close game. I'm going with the Falcons simply because they're, they're trending up and the others are trending seriously down. Trust their quarterback. <laughs> um, I trust you know, their weapons. I don't trust the defence, but then when you've got Sam Darnold or PJ Walker throwing at it, I don't really fear it, to be honest. This game is going to be, it's going to blow my mind. I reckon Sam Darnold ends up having a great game. Um, and he needs to if they're going to win, but I just think the Falcons are outscoring. Um, yeah, no no question in my mind, I'm going Falcons. Yeah, me too. Um, <clears throat> exactly as you said, two teams who are trending in very, very different directions. Panthers are going to be without McCaffrey again, uh, although he is expected to maybe be back the, the week after. Um, flip side, Ryan, like we said in the last episode, Ryan is playing some really, really good football. Ridley's back. Patterson's on fire. Pitts is a beast. Yeah, it was pretty easy for me, Falcons. Ryan? I'm gonna I'm gonna go for Panthers. I feel like he's, he's perfect. Like if you were Sam Darnold and you've just come for the Giants, you would love to see the Falcons defense. Like I said, I think they can get going. Robbie Anderson a bit of fun this week. I think it's gonna be very it's gonna be close. Hit the Panthers in a close one. Well, there you go. See, we normally we don't get we don't get that kind of differentiation this early in the first game. I like that. This is. I just love the fact he has not listened to anything we said, and which is definitely the best tactic. And yeah. Gone with his gut. Who would? Uh, oh, this this next one. I, I I will go first on this next one because I just hate it. It's Forty uh, ers at the Bears, and I don't feel comfortable back in either of these teams. Uh, if there was an option not to, I would take it. Um, Do you have that option? <laughs> 49ers stayed in that game with the Colts for a time. Uh, and then when they had to do something, Jimmy G made some some bad errors. Um, they're a bit better off in the running back situation. They've got a couple of bodies back. I, uh, I just can't see a reason to side with, with the Bears at all. Uh, and, and the Niners are not exactly jumping off the page, but I don't have any conviction in backing them, but I am just leaning on San Francisco. I mean, you, for you to choose the Bears, you've got to be like 190% sure. So the good thing is Bears fans, and I know that we have one. <laughs> I've backed the Bears twice this year, and they've won both games, and I'm choosing them again. And... It's because a bit similar to the last time where I chose them. It didn't make a lot of sense. Um, but I can't trust either team. It's, this is a crap one. This really is one where you just like realistically I lean towards the 49ers. But I can see that def- the Bears defense, that played pretty well against the Bucks, And that's how, unfortunately, they gave up 38 points. But that wasn't really just because of them. I can see if Jimmy G's out there, which he's supposed to be, him turning the ball over a couple of times, there being a fumble... They've got the running game going, and I think Fields will have a bit more time in the pocket to make a few passes. It's a low-scoring game, I think. 2017 on game Bears. Ryan? I'm going with Bears, too. I don't <gasps> think it 
I don't think it matters who the 49ers put quarterback. I think that defense is going to give them trouble. I say they're not defensive. Khalil Mack, picture 10 in that backfield. I think just, like I say, Fields, just take the ball out of his hands, just give it to Khalil Herbert. I think they can run the ball well. The Lions can run the ball well. But I think they will uh, they'll cause trouble. And like I say, probably grab a few turnovers. Wow. I'm expecting that. Uh, it was interesting that there was quotes came out of Chicago. Was it today I saw them? Or early, it might have been a little bit earlier in the week where they said that Alan Robinson... Obviously, he's a people are looking at that situation, going, "What on earth is going on there?" Super talented receiver like him, it's just nowhere to be seen. And he said, "Well, we've had no, myself and Justin have had no reps together." And he thought, "Christ, you can you can tell because it doesn't don't think he knows he's out there half the time." No, and well, the trade deadline's coming up. I'm surprised he ain't pushing for that. To be honest, but mm. Alan Robinson had a couple of injuries. He hasn't looked quite himself this year. But then, when you're not getting the ball thrown to you, it's kind of hard to really impress, isn't it? In it. Uh, this next one is a, should should be a really good game. I think. I feel like these these two just seem to come up all the time. They're always in this. They're always in this competition. They're always playing each other. It's the Titans at the Colts. I felt like we said that every time it came out last year as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think this might be an unpopular decision, and this would be the third straight week where I've completely disrespected the Titans. So. The Titans have now won this game, everyone. Um, everyone said everything is pointed towards the Titans winning this game. And I wouldn't be shocked, obviously, if they did. But it's in the Colts. Obviously, the Colts are at home, aren't they, Andy? Mm. That's right. Yeah. Um, I feel like the Colts are a better team than everyone was saying because they went over four, but they played four very tough games. They had Wentz injuries. They were still finding themselves. They're, they're back. They're back to where we kind of thought they would be, where they're just solid. Good defence. They've got the ability to put points up on offense. And Jonathan Taylor is one of the, maybe the top three running backs right now, top three or four. He's found his form and people are struggling to stop him. I'm going with the Colts simply because they're at home. The Titans have had their two good days. I'm not saying they're going to be bad or anything like that, but I just think the Colts get the win. And I think if they get the win, this if the Titans win this game, it's over. The Titans will be... I know, I know they're going to slip up down the road at some point, but they're probably going to get themselves too far ahead for the Colts to start catching up. And no one else in that division is even in contention. But I think the Colts nick this game, and then the Colts have two very easy games coming up. They're going to go from being 0-4 to 5-4 and pretty quickly. That's my suggestion. Wow, I didn't think you would do that. I mean, the Colts' improvement is not lost on me. As someone who I like a lot of their team and I expected them to be to be a force uh, this season. And at the same time, I've been sceptical about the Titans as well. I've, I've taken a little bit of convincing from, from their point of view. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt this time, though. Um, they've beaten the Colts already this season and that was without AJ Brown. I think he went out early that game. I think the Titans might just have a little bit too much offensively, but I would expect a high score in pretty close game. But yeah, just go in Tennessee. Yeah, I'm going to take the Titans too. I think you ride the hot hand. Derek Henry is on a warpath. The Colts just lost their starting safety, Justin Blackman. You're kind of going to run the ball down the throat. You need to challenge the Colts to stop it. I don't think it will. I think this will be a high rushing game, which means that the clock is going to be key managing it. Because it's going to eat up a lot of time, but I think ultimately I trust 
Tannehill more than do Wentz. Wentz has always got a silly interception or look who just sort of a day. Stupid toss pick six. Like Wentz <laughs> can't be trusted in big high pressure moments. And like this is this is a key game. I don't think he'll hold his nerve. Tennessee. Love it. This one is, it was up there with the 49ers against the Bears as just a game that I just don't want to think about. And it's Washington football team at Denver. Again, you can't feel, how can you feel happy taking either, really, given what we said in the last episode? Washington remain unable to stop leaking points. And outside, I touched on it in the last episode, outside of Terry. Don't really see anything offensively that, that appeals to me. Both struggling. I, I just think maybe the Broncos, the ledger offensively, they, they might have Judy back, which is which is a huge plus. Pat, I like Patrick Sutton. I think Javonda Williams is just going to go on a yeah. crazy run back end of the season as well. So they, they're getting another chance, but this will be the last chance, James. This is it. Denver. I will be joining you with their last chance. Um, okay. Similar reasons, really. I, both both teams can... <sighs> Do you know what? I'm just looking at the stats now. And every single stat that I'm looking at says the Broncos are a top 10 defence. And not, no way are they. But obviously because of the first three games, and yeah. they're certainly not the worst. But out, compared to Washington, they are they are head and shoulders above them. So I back their defence to make it hard enough for Heineke and that run game just struggles. And the Broncos have got enough weapons to put up 20 points at least. So I don't feel confident with it, but I'm going the same. I'm going with the Broncos and this is your last chance. Um, but if they don't win this game, give up. <laughs> <laughs> Clean sweep. I'm taking the Broncos because they will establish the run game. Washington struggle to do all year. Can't move to chains, can't control the flock, like say long game, put too much pressure on high Nicky. Like say he's gonna try try a bit too hard, force a few balls. I think Denver win an ugly, ugly game. That's all I yeah. know. <laughs> oh, this this feels a bit self indulgent really that with the last two games and we've put our own teams in it. And I'll be honest, why not what normally happens here? is I kind of, I have a look at the games first and then I kind of have an idea and then I put it to James and see what he thinks and we mix the two together. Uh, I think we both had this game in. I had no intention of putting the last game in, but I thought I, I can't back down. But we'll do books at the Saints first. Um, I'll go first, put a bit more pressure on, see where James goes. He has a tendency of late to back against his own team, Ryan, if you don't know that. Happened once. Once is too many. 100%. Um, I didn't spend too long on this one, uh, but it's the books for me. I think Brady just looks unstoppable at the minute, and I think Jameis is going to end up having to force the issue in the second half, and that's where we'll, he'll do what he does, and there'll be turnovers and galore. Uh, yeah, and and what the you know can, we know what the game plan from a Saints point of view is going to be. So I trust Bruce to you know deal with deal with Kamara enough, and you'll get the win. I think it'll be pretty easy in the end. Yeah, if you had asked me two weeks ago, Andy, I think I would have been like, yeah, I don't know, but now I don't. They they're going backwards on their offense is like we have they'll have two or three drives, and then that's them done. 
That's that feels like every game this year. Even the Packers, they're a short field situation. They're good for two or three drives and they just don't do anything. I think we've done a good job on Kamara in the past. So yeah, as long as we can keep him under control again, I think we win this fairly straightforwardly. And I think the thing is, you're looking at Tom Brady. He played against the Bears and he got embarrassed last year. Don't really know why he got embarrassed. We had actually had a lot of injuries, but he doing that four fourth down thing when we actually was already on fourth down still stands out. I think he really wanted to rub it in their faces. So if it, if he you know everyone says Brady has his revenge games, he'll even though we beat him in the playoffs, he got embarrassed twice by the Saints last year. There's no reason for us to lose this game, and I'm bloody praying we don't, especially with James Winston under centre. So. I think you're right, Andy. I think we'll do enough against the run game. James will have a couple of moments, but we'll also have a couple of bad moments. And I think we'd probably win this by 10 plus points. <laughs> but I'm hoping that's right. I think the Bucks will win by a lot more than that. I think this is going to be a pretty one-sided scoreline. Like I say, should have lost last night. Lattimore, uh, PJ Williams, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, defensive backs, they're all liabilities. They've got poor discipline. We saw flags last night. They like to get into scraps like... They're a bit foolish. Like I said, they cannot stop Godwin, Brown and Evans. You take away one, you still got to worry about the others. They just, you can't lock these guys down. If you do, like I said, these are just weapons. The Bucks, they will just steamroll that defensive back. And Brady's just going to pick them off pretty comfortably in the end. Camaro will get a few cheap touchdowns, but no, I expect them to run away with this one pretty heavily and quit pretty quickly as well. I hope you're right. Do you know you're saying about their discipline? Mike Evans. He'll, be, <laughs> he'll either be fantastic or, unfortunately, he either struggles or he ends up probably getting chucked out of the game. Guarantee it. They always pick on Mike Evans and Mike Evans retaliates <laughs> every time against the Saints. Yeah, man has a short fuse. <coughs> and the last game is awful. From my point of view, Cowboys at the Vikings. Um, you know who will win this game? The team who've got the ball last will win this game. Because Can't if it's them, them. Yeah. Yeah, no, one's, no one's shutting anybody out if it comes to it. Uh, no one's making a stop. And I won't back against my own team. Uh, Peter did that last week and it bit him on the arse. So... I genuinely think it's an awful game. I, I don't like playing the Cowboys. They're just so good and they're so versatile and scary offensively. But I also think we're not as unpredictable offensively, but we can go toe-to-toe with anybody with the players we've got. So just unfortunately, it's going to be another shootout. It's going to be back and forth. And yeah, whoever has the ball last will win. And that'll be the Vikings. It has been for most weeks, to be fair. Um, is Davin Cook fit? He is. You just come off a bye as well. What do we normally say about the bye week? Both have just come off a bye. Six, oh, yes, yeah, true. But the home team wins over 60% of the time or something mm. like that. Saying all that, Andy, um, <laughs> I can't look past the Cowboys. I think you're right. I do think it will be a pretty close game. But I don't see Kirk Cousins going up and punching Zimmer in the face saying, look at me, look at me, I've just won us the game. I, I think it's going to be a tight game that your defence just gives up a big drive at the end, which loses you it. Um, and the Cowboys probably are the team that go and get a touchdown to win. Sorry, mate. No, I'm, I'm going to 
take the Cowboys. Like I say, it's going to be close. I think it'll be a shootout. This could be high scoring. They're going to be changing the ball quite a lot. Like I say, I think I like the they match up pretty well. Like you say, you got Zeke, Tony Pollard, then you've got Madison that killed us behind a healthy cook. Like I say, but that that those wide receivers, like I say, Dak Prescott is just slinging it. Like I say, can those cornerbacks contain the guys? Like I say, I think someone like CD Lamb is going to have a monster day. Got a reasonably good kicker, like you say. Like uh, I think, like I say, it could come down to a game winning field goal. I think the Cowboys nick this one late on. Like you say, and Trayvon Diggs, like you say, stamp it. The other pick. That's the the Dak through the air thing scares me more than it already would because we've lost Peterson as well. Who's been great? Patrick Peterson's been an absolute uh, find this season for us, and he's now out for three weeks, I think. So, um, you know, Dantzler's going to Dantzler's got a lot of potential, but it's it's almost like he's sat out this season and then he's getting thrown right in at the deep end with the likes like going up against CD Lamb is not the kind of guy you want to be facing. But you know, he's got he's going to have to just step up. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, but it's on at stupid o'clock. So what do I do? Can I? You know, a man of my age staying up that late? No, Andy. There's no point in me advising you because you will not stay up late. I know you won't. I won't. I won't. I'll be a mess, and then and I'll be furious if I stay up that late and we lose as well. Then you just you just think, what the hell have I done that for? Do what I try and do. Try and get up an hour earlier to watch the extended highlights. Then you go to watch the extended highlights, and it ends up going on far too long, or you end up watching the highlights, and then you don't know the score, and you stress yourself out even more. <laughs> yeah, but this it's... is a massive game for the Vikings, though, mate. Like, I feel like if you win this, then every chance like this is a massive game you win this and go on after your bye week I can see you going to 10-11 wins easily and well, we've got... I'm going to add this now because I didn't do this earlier I'm not convinced about the Packers I feel like Aaron Rodgers is not the last year Aaron Rodgers he's the year before where he's he's fine he's good and he's not turn, going to turn the ball over he's going to be smart he's going to win games but he's not Aaron Rodgers of MVP last year and I don't think the Packers are that great personally. So I think if you get going, you a team in that division, obviously it's only you, because no one else in that division is doing anything, if they got a bit of a run going, I think you could push them. I don't think you'll probably topple them, but mm. you could definitely run them close. Lovely. We've got an awful run of fixtures. It's, it's like, oh yeah, get past, get past the Cowboys, then you've got the Ravens, then you've got the Chargers, then you've got the Packers, yeah. and it's like there's, there's no let up, but you know, there's We've put ourselves in this situation. We could have also won the first three games, and you 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 swallow a couple of defeats in that tough run, and it maybe is not the end of the world. But we've left ourselves in a position where we can't afford to do that. <clears throat> no, but if you win this and then go two and two, you're going all right. It gets easier now. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I like that. I like anyone who wants to come on and tell me that Aaron Rodgers is not, you know, that good anymore. Music to my ears and and Ryan as well. He'll be lapping that up as well as the Lions fan. Doesn't agree, but <laughs> I hate respect him. Yeah, I love him. I just like that he does all the guys. That was fantastic. <laughs> of course, on Saturday as well. Saturday's big day for me because I've got the Michigan Michigan State game to look forward to as well. Big huge, weekend for you, mate, isn't it? Massive, massive. Oh, yeah. Michigan. Awful, awful people. 
that other lot. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to open up a, a feature rather from last season that we haven't really done yet because it's it's something you, you wait a few weeks and you let the season pan out. And we're going to have a look at who is going <clears throat> in our trash can. If we had one in front of us and we'd throw them straight in. <laughs> um, we're halfway through the season, so yeah, we've got an idea of who's crap and who isn't. So... Best way to do it is probably have a look at who's got a losing record so far. And some of them might be going straight in, some of them might be teetering on the edge, some of them might, you know, might deserve a, a couple more weeks. We'd go at the AFC first. <clears throat> some of them. Quick fire, Jets. Yeah. They're in. Chuck them in there. Going back to Flacco, they're done. <laughs> they're in. They're going back to Joe. Interesting one. Dolphins one and six. Are they going in the bin? They're already in the nappy bag, ready to go in there. Yeah. <laughs> losing record. The Patriots are losing record at the minute. Do they deserve? Where do they deserve to be? Yeah, not in the bin yet. Oh, uh, okay. They're okay. Yeah, just a bit of context, right? As well, in a trash can, put <clears throat> in a trash can because they're not going to make the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Not only are they bad, but they're definitely not going to make the playoffs. They're not coming out. No. You got it. You've got to include everyone with a losing record as a baseline. The Chiefs, they're okay. Chuck them in. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm not making the playoffs. I trash them. There you go. We're definitely putting that out there just to get some listens. Ryan for the trash can. The Denver Broncos are also three and four. Who knows? I feel fairly confident we could probably put them in there, but just to give them another week or two, nah. <laughs> If they lose to Washington, you want them in, don't you? Oh, I'll be honest, done, Ryan wants them in there now. It will be, I don't trust Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. The Texans, one and six. Yeah. Well, I don't know, they've got a chance. They started in the bin. <laughs> yeah. They ever get out? <laughs> Jags one and five. They got to win. Do you know what? I was watching. I was trying to think of a game I was watching last week. When you mentioned the trash can, I was like, oh yeah, I did think about that. And I was trying to think what game was I watching? Where I was like, oh yeah, we haven't done the trash can this year. And then I realised it was the Jags versus the Dolphins when I was in London. And I was thinking, there's two teams that need to go in the trash can. And this game needs to go in the trash can. <laughs> so 100% trash can. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Over to the NFC. Washington football team. Eagles and the Giants all on two and five. Can we put them all in? Yeah, put, I mean, if they weren't for the Cowboys this year, we could chuck them all in. All right off the just yet. To get healthy. No, that's what I was going to say. If one of them's making a run, you make it the Giants? Yeah, I think it's fair. Give them a few weeks. I, yeah, I mean, we'll keep them because Ryan said that, but I would chuckle for him because none of them are winning their division and they're all going to be eight win. Even if one of these went off, they're going to get eight wins. I don't think it'll be enough. But, yeah, we'll keep the Giants just for that reason because out of the three of them, they're the best of the bad bunch. But um, Washington and Eagles, chuck them in. What a strange old division that is, honestly. We say it every year, but it it's really really is a mystery. Uh 49ers at two and four. 
Yes. I just don't, don't rate them. They don't have a quarterback. Even they're healthy. They, they just don't have anyone ready to lead them. I'm fine. I'm like fed up with the apology, like the constant apology of them being injured. Like it, there's a point. They've found the same about the Eagles for three years, where it's like, oh, we've been unlucky with injuries. It's like, yeah, but it's the same players getting injured, and the 49ers have been the same. Change something. <laughs> they keep getting injured. Yep. So they're not going to win nothing. Got more injuries than the 49ers, and we don't cry. We've got two undrafted free agents at cornerback. I'm <laughs> <laughs> playing much better. Yeah. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks two yeah. and five. Stick a pin yeah. in them. Done. The Lions own seven. <laughs> right now we are the bin. Everyone. <laughs> you and the Texans are already there, unfortunately. But a little bin of their own where they're playing. You know, a watchable bin. Night. Yeah, a watchable bin. I like that. One of those bins that. Has like a fancy, I don't know, little compartments in them for your different, you know, your different sections. That's what they are. The bears, three, three Trash. and four bears. Put them in. <laughs> I'm not having it. No, not putting them in yet. You're not putting the bears in. No, because I'm stick up for that one bears family we have, and they might win this week. They go four and four. We we said last year, didn't we chuck them in the can last year? And they got to the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was more for just how god awful they were to watch. They, they yeah. kind of went in specially, and and on that basis, then you can't put the Panthers in at three and four. You can though. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm willing to wait a week. Go on. Next week, so that's a spark something. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's, see a lot of these teams are sitting on the edge of the bin. Um, they're not going to. They're not going to get much longer. Interesting follow-up question, and this is not nice to talk about um, people's jobs. But who's going to be the first coach to get the bullet? I mean, Matt Nagy's the obvious kind of, but we said that last year and it didn't happen. So, um, I don't. I don't know. It's a tough one, isn't it? Um, <laughs> who have you got? Have you got anyone in mind? I, yeah, Nagy's always there. I, I can't. Flores is bugging me, but I just think is it a little bit early in his tenure for them? To, are they going to pull the trigger this early? I don't know. I think for Flores to go, it'd be more the end of the year. Mm. I, I think he has to almost like lose every game for that to happen, which I think could happen, by the way. Um, but I think it'll be the end of the season. You can't say the Jets or the Texans because they're brand new and they inherited shit squads. So, Joe, oh, go on. Is it a lot of games? Is he in trouble? I yeah. thought he was in trouble this year. It could be after four more games. Mm-hmm. Pete Carroll? Yeah. I feel like he'll get away with it because of Russell. Mm. Like injured. I'm going to go with Urban Meyer. For, for non-footballing reasons. He just don't turn up one day. <laughs> Riding in a pub. To be fair, he's done well to not lose his job. The the win in London did wonders for him because, you know, people just forgot what he'd done before. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it was the best way around it for him, but give him a, cut, give him a 10-7 loss to Geno Smith. 
followed by a 50-0 smashed by Buffalo. He'll be out the door. <laughs> He'll be back in his club, not flying back with the team. Maybe. George, George, George and the Giants. Yeah. Hmm. I think you're right. If they if they if they carry on the progression of this week, then they'll be fine. But up until these last couple of weeks, I feel like their offense was going backwards. The defense wasn't playing well. The special teams, you know, nothing felt right. And I thought he would be out the door, but hmm. he might save himself a few weeks now. But then, like in, you said in the last episode, Ron Rivera, if if you know if they don't get a couple of wins quick. Do you, do you feel like they won't get rid of him because of what happened to him last year? <laughs> he gets the same on Yeah. I mean, it's the one franchise that doesn't usually give a shit about anything. <laughs> but, but I think they're trying to change their, their culture, aren't they? So I don't think getting rid of someone who nearly died of cancer last year <laughs> probably bodes too well, really. We shall see. It's, you know, those those pieces will start falling soon, I'm sure, as we, we, we're just about halfway through the season out. So... Let's wait and see. Um, what else? Has anybody got anything else before we will revisit uh, Ignacio and his bets for the week before we go? But what else have we got? I've got a closing question for you. Oh, God, go on. It's not food related, unfortunately. But um, um, bit of NFL, bit of fun. You've won an NFL competition, which includes a lovely five-star, five-night break to go to America. But you have to go to an NFL city. Where, which you get to attend a game, so you can choose where you go to, what city you go to. It has to be an NFL one. Where would you go to, and you can't choose your own team. <sighs> Ooh, actually, I'm going to LA, the SoFi Stadium, the Rams' new stadium. I know one of the podcast members has literally just come back from there, and he said it's fun. It's amazing. He said right. it's, it's good oh, there. It looks, it looks incredible. I'd go at Rams. Not even the charges. I would go. I mean, it's very. I, I absolutely love New York, but I've been. I've been twice, and their teams are not good enough for this hypothetical situation for me to sit through. So I would go to Tennessee. Okay. I go because I really want to go to Nashville, and yeah. I want to soak up all that music scene and. Food and all that jazz, and they're a good team to watch. So yeah, that would be my. I like that question, James. Well, That's I, it. I like your answer for that reason because the question originally was, "What stadium would you go to?" And I was like, "No, I want it to be stadium and location." Mm. You've both worked off the fact that LA is obviously a nice place to go as well, and the stadium is incredible. Tennessee, not necessarily stadium, but the place. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what the best thing is? I haven't got an answer. <laughs> I thought this up, and I don't know where I'd go. Vegas jumps out simply because the stadium's incredible and it's an excuse to go and get pissed in Vegas. Um, but my first initial thoughts when I came up with this was San Francisco. And it's because it's a warmer place to go. I really want to go there someday. I love the Golden Gate Bridge. I don't know much more other than that. Alcatraz is there. I hate the team, but the stadium's quite cool. So if I had to choose one off the fly, it would probably be San Francisco. Interesting. I like that. That's it. That's going on Twitter this week, James. See what people think. Right, fellas. I think we can wrap it up there if everyone's happy. Yeah, I'm a mate. All good. 
Brian, thank you very much again for your time. It's been a pleasure. Really enjoyed it, mate. Yeah, thank you for having me. Like I say, appreciate it. Keep up the hard work. Yeah, you too, man. Keep keep working at it and uh, stay in touch and hopefully we'll speak soon. Gentlemen, pleasure as always. Bid you farewell. Yeah, have a good weekend, all. See you later. Have a good weekend. Hello, everybody. Welcome to week eight of Betting with Iggy on the Outside the Huddle gang. Bringing back the mouse, man. We are looking at a little bit safer bet to try to get back after last week. I, I hate losing. So we're going to get back to something I feel really good about. Cincinnati Bengals to win on the money line. There's our MO. We're going with the under 61.5 points at New England at Los Angeles. And then Minnesota, and Andy's beloved Minnesota, to cover a plus 10.5 point spread. That's right, Andy. I've got them at least not losing by 10. You're welcome. Once again, that's Cincinnati on the money line. New England at Atlanta to be under 61.5 points. And the Minnesota Vikings to cover a 10.5 point spread against the Cowboys. That comes in at negative 111. Or that should be about 10 to 9 if you're playing on the fraction odds. Uh, for an upset pick, I didn't have any props up, uh, but I am looking at maybe potential upsets. I like the Indianapolis Colts. I like the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the New Orleans Saints. There you go. Yeah, so I couldn't, I couldn't throw a jab at Minnesota without throwing a jab at Tampa Bay. New Orleans might be a closer game than people anticipate. All right, you guys, take care and have a great day.